Our next guest is Sammy Reber, head coach of the Edina Hornets. She's been to the state tournament more times than I have, and I've been covering girls hockey for almost a decade. Sammy, we are thrilled to have you on. How are you? Well, Peter and Todd, thanks so much for having me, you guys. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I'm anxiously awaiting Saturday's arrival here as uh, the quarterfinals come up soon. But, um, yeah, I actually I gave the girls a day off, so I'm just kind of, you know, preparing and um, getting, the, getting everyone in, intact and ready for Saturday. So does a day off in the Edina program actually mean a day off, or do they have film to watch and uh, breakouts to diagram for themselves? You know what? It's uh, in my, in our program. It's a day off. These girls, you know, they blood, sweat, and tears hockey constantly. Whether it's during the high school season or even in the off season, and um, a day off for me is is almost just important, if not as important as a, as a big practice. So um, five days of practice is, is a lot after you know coming off a big week of playoffs. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, I hope I hope the girls are taking it off. You know, maybe go out for a light walk. But other than that, we got to rest up. <laughs> not even a jog. We don't want you to jog. <laughs> yeah. We don't need anyone don't pulling jog. a hamstring. No Pilates. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hockey players aren't meant to run like that. So uh, <laughs> uh, please don't go for a jog. Any of my girls hear this. Well, your team certainly needs a rest after coming through Section 6 once again, uh, probably the toughest section in the state, winning a grueling 3-1 to win uh, over uh, over Benilde St. Margaret's. Why don't you walk us through that section final? You faced Benilde for, is it the third time this season? It was, yep. How tired are you of seeing red and white all over the ice? <laughs> um, you know, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to beat a team three times, no matter who it is. But to beat, you know, arguably the number three team in the state three times, um, it's it's very difficult and it's it's pretty grueling. And um, hats off to them; they're an incredible program. Um, they gave us a battle, the toughest battle we had all year long. We beat them two nothing, two to one, and then three one. So close battles the entire entire way through um which was you know great in a lot of aspects it prepared our girls for um you know hopefully a, a big or what i know will be a tough game on saturday as well um but yeah it was it was awesome um our girls came ready to play i know the nerves were a little high but we had practiced so hard all year round and um, we're ready and prepared for that game yeah oh sorry go ahead todd no, sorry todd i've been muted stepping over todd no i've been muted no i i wanted to uh I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit because I've, you know, it, it, as we've done the podcast, we've talked about all the gals in the high school this year. You know, we said the, I, I said the one of the key things for the Dinah to win this game because Benil does not really have any scoring. They're such a defensive minded team. If they get a goal first, then they're going to hold back and they're going to fade, you know, be defensive the rest of the game and they're really not going to give them any chances. Do you feel like, you know, that first, that first period of 0 0, you were kind of, oh gosh, here we are in this defensive battle again? Or what was your thoughts going into that? second period yeah yeah I think um I think the first period was pretty telling of, of kind of where both teams were at um I think again I think on both sides the nerves were pretty high so that first period um a little bit more defensively in general on on our end and Benil's end and um you know we had a, a couple opportunities not a ton um and you know going back into that second period it's kind of like okay we got our feet under us let's get going here um let's create some more opportunities and um you know Emma getting that late goal in the second I think was very, very helpful for us going into that last 17 minutes. I, I've never heard a Edina hockey player be nervous. I, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm laughing about that just because, you know, you look up and down this lineup and they've got a couple, you know, miss hockey players, you know, finalists. I'm like, how can they be nervous in the, in the section final? They go to, they, they've been to state last three years. That, you know, how can you be nervous in a big game like this? 
Well, you know, you know, it, it, that's funny. I mean, absolutely. The girls are human. Um, you know, whether, whatever way you want to look at it, um, you know, they get nervous just like everyone else. And um, I will say we've, we've had to battle through some tough games throughout the year. So our nerves aren't, aren't really going to show to a third party, but um, it's really just getting through those first couple of minutes because every single team we play brings their a game and um, we have a huge target on our back and, um, we just have to prepare for that. So yeah, you know, when teams are coming at us, like a Benilde who's coming at us right out of the gates, guns blazing, you know, getting shots on us right away and, um, you know, kind of catch us on, on our heels. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a wake up call for us. Um, and, you know, we just got to keep battling through and, and kind of let the, the storm weather a little bit and, um, you know, just keep battling. Your team has certainly weathered the storm throughout the season. You look at your schedule, Holy Family, Minnetonka, Hill Murray, the entire late conference schedule, Breck and Blake and, and Benilde. Considering your strength of schedule, were you surprised at all that your team was given the number two seed considering uh, your SOS versus Andover's? You know what? No, not really. Um, I had one coach reach out, reach out to me and, and, and actually mention, um, you know, that they were going to put us as a one seed, which was great because of our strengths of schedule, but Andover is a hell of a hockey team. Um, and they obviously beat us last year in the, in the state tournament and have had, you know, have taken no time off from that. So, you know, they've had their foot on the gas this entire year and yes, maybe our strength of schedule is, is harder, but um, I don't, I don't take away from the talent that that team has. So, um, I, I wasn't really surprised. I think I probably would have been more surprised if we ended up in that one seed just because of how the rankings have been all season long. Mm. Well, that was a very diplomatic answer. Well done, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I would kind of disagree just a smidgen with you, though, Sammy. And, and we said that on Saturday in our little, you know, girls high school wrap during the day of talking about like where the seeds are going to be and who really had the advantage. And I, I kind of gave the advantage to, to you and the Hornets because you have played like conference teams. And Andover has kind of blitzkrieg through the Northwest Suburban, you know, Plain Blaine and, and Centennial. And I just feel like you could throw the, the strength of schedule away, but the, the, the opponents they've played, they've just kind of been beating them like, you know, 6 nothing and 7-1 and 13 nothing. And here you are talking about the battles that you have had almost every single night, where it's been the 3-1s, the 2 nothings, you know, the 4-1s. That's why I kind of gave the, the benefit out for you because you really have played a stronger competition, and they're coming into the state going – We've played really well. We've scored a lot of goals, but now we're waiting for a real first test. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, it's, you know, we could kind of go down the line of it, but um, I know I've talked to Melissa about it, and um, obviously they didn't have a choice in who they played this year. No. They had to stick to their conference. So, um, you know, I can't really, I can't really say. Well, you, they didn't choose to play hard. You know, harder top ranked no. teams by any means, but um, they still were putting up huge numbers. And I think that's a testament. No matter who you play, if you can put 14 goals in on a team, um, again, I have not watched them play this year, but um, you know, I think that says a lot about them. And again, um, there's so much talent on that team that. I wasn't super surprised by it by any means. Um, I think that for us um, and our mentality all year is, you know, you have to beat the best in, in order to be the best. And um, for us to get the two seeds, I was totally fine with that. Um, you know, we, we I think we drew a tough opponent with Centennial. Um, but again, kind of like our schedule has been all year long is we have to beat these really good teams if we want to be the best in the end. So um, I'm, I'm excited for the draw that we got. And, um, you know, I, I would, uh, I would love to, you know, play Centennial and, and see where that goes from there. And, you know, obviously, again, hats off to Andover and, and what they've done this season as well. All right, I promise this is the last time that I'll mention Andover. This is your episode. 
and we're not <laughs> we won't harp on the Huskies too much longer. But how bad does your team want to crack at Andover? You weren't able to play in your season opener like you had the past two seasons. How bad are the Hornets itching for the Huskies? You know, I think I, I think everyone who is listening to this knows the answer to that. Um, but for us, it's we do have to take it one game at a time. Yes, in a perfect world, would we have played Andover during the regular season just to at least have an opportunity for to for sure play them? Absolutely. Um, of course, that didn't happen, and now we potentially have a chance to, and I can guarantee you that if that day, if we were lucky enough for that day to come, that my girls would be very fired up. Well, in your perfect world, I bet you'd play Andover 25 times during the regular season. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting as well. That would uh, that would be a, a, a strange season. But, um, yeah, you know, I love playing teams like that. And, um, yeah, definitely a bummer that we weren't able to do it in the regular season. Sammy, if we could kind of not say I'm, I'm not looking ahead of the the – uh, the tournament for yourselves. I know you want to, the girls want to play Andover. We're going to play one game at a time. I love the answers, but if I could just wrap up the, the, the basic question of what is it going to take for Edina to win the whole thing this year? Um, honestly, I think we just got to keep playing our game. Um, we, we had a couple, you know, maybe if you're not looking at the score sheets and, and our record and not, and whatnot, but, you know, I'd say about halfway through the season, it, we weren't really firing on all cylinders. We weren't really connecting entirely. And then, um, as we progressed, we really started to come together as a team. And I think that that Blake overtime game as our regular last regular season game, that was kind of like the, the light to everything for us. And, um, it showed in sections, which was awesome. And I think we just got to keep that same train moving in the right direction. Um, I have all the confidence in, in our girls. Uh, they've worked their butts off in this, in this very strange year. They've come with a positive attitude to the rink every single day, just happy to be there and ready to work hard. And, um, you know, I know that, uh, they're going to come working hard on Saturday in order to continue our season. Um, no one wants their season to end short, especially without, um, you know, there is no third place or anything like that in the state tournament. So you lose, you're done. And, um, I know our girls are fired up and ready to keep this thing moving. That's what I was going to ask you, too, is do, do, do the girls yourself feel that extra pressure? Um, mind you, you haven't had to worry about that 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 quarterfinal loss, but, you know, it is a one-and-done tournament this year. It's for the goofiness. So do you feel like there's a little extra pressure on that, or you're just still looking at just one game at a time and we're not going to worry about that? Yeah, you know, we we treat every we, every season, it's, it's one game at a time, you know, starting from our first regular season game to whatever our last game is. And um, so there is no no different look for us, which is kind of nice. Um, and because uh, we never look too far ahead anyway. So it's right now it's just centennial and, and then we'll deal with uh, what happens after that. All right. This is your chance to uh, gush a little bit about your Miss Hockey finalists, Hannah Chorsky and Emma Connor. Why don't you tell us? Um, about these two individuals, we got to interview them as part of our girls' high school player of the year interviews. But uh, why don't you tell us your thoughts and feelings about Hannah and Emma? Oh man, well, how much time you got? Oh, <laughs> I, could, I got. Uh... I'm not a realtor. I got a million <laughs> minutes, Sammy. You could you could fill the rest of the day. Oh man, I could go on and on about these two. Um, I, I'll start with Hannah just because you know she's been a part of this team since she was a freshman. She was the only freshman I took her her class and in, in her class, and um, so I've gotten to know her and gotten to watch her grow from a tiny little fourteen year old to an unbelievable skilled leader, you know, eighteen year old, and it's been really fun. I mean, she she obviously has always been very skilled, but she's developed into someone who not only just can you know come back and use the skills that she's always had, but 
she's she's gained these other skills as as though you know she's she's really starting to progress in what she will be um in college next year which is awesome to see i mean the confidence and the strength and um just doing the little things day in and day out have been huge for our team and awesome for you know me to see her just continue to become that that young inspiration um inspirational player that i know even younger girls on our team look up to and and obviously the youth program as well and um, aside from her awesome skill and, um, you know, playmaking ability, putting pucks in back of the net and, and things like that. She's just a great kid. Um, both of them are, I mean, I, I really can't speak high, highly enough about the, both Emma and Hannah. Um, just down to earth, nice kid. Um, you know, unanimously voted one of our captains this year and, um, just, just awesome. And, and kind of a blessing to have as a coach. And, um, you know, I'll just kind of veer right into Emma with that is, I've only had Emma for two years, but gosh, she is, um, you know, she's a special player as well and a special kid. She obviously has kind of um, turned into a dominant force this year, um, you know, being one of the top goal scorers in the state. And to your, both your points is with our strength of schedule, that's very impressive. Um, you know, has kind of just become just this go-to player for us. Um, number one shot blocker on our team, which goes unrecognized because you don't see that in the, in the score sheets, but makes huge, huge shot blocks, sacrifices every limb on her body just to, you know, come away with a big win for us at the end and not let up a late goal. And um, her speed and her strength are, are second to none. You really can't, uh, can't compare it to anyone. Um, and on top of it, also just an awesome kid works her butt off every single day in the rank and, um, is a great positive energy in our locker room as well. And they're both also very, very nice, pleasant people to speak with when we did our interview with them. So, Good. You know, awesome. and, and it's great, too, because, you know, we, we follow, we try to get to as many games as we can. This year has been kind of goofy, but it's kind of it's always fun to do these interviews, and then when you get to meet them, you're like, you kind of forget how innocent and mature some of these seniors are or juniors are when we do these interviews like holy mackerel you are an outstanding person and i really want you to do well you know you, you feel like yeah it. so yeah and it's all our gals but i mean it was it was very fun to to meet hannah and emma in person um as we look up and down your roster you've got so many stars up and down the roster but is there one person sammy that really is that unsung hero on the squad that's really the glue that doesn't get a lot of press doesn't get a lot of stats or scores uh, you know, statistics on the score sheet, but man, oh man, if you didn't have this person, the team would maybe have some trouble. Yeah, absolutely. And and the person that comes to mind right away is Lily Hendrickson. Um, she's gotten a little bit more recognition this year. She's a senior defenseman. Um, she's going to Providence next year, but um, she's Vivian Jungle's D partner and, and everyone knows Vivian and obviously nobody deserves all the credit in the world, but Lillian, Lily is, is, you know, far and none, probably, yes, our unsung hero, in my opinion. Um, one of the best defensemen in the state, but isn't flashy, um, you know, isn't going to bury huge goals necessarily, you know, like all the time, um, isn't going to go end to end, but is almost impossible to get around on a one-on-one, has her head up constantly, makes these awesome defensive plays. And then on top of it is just a great locker room kid. Um, you know, again, one of our captains this year um, voted basically unanimously as well from by the team and um, doesn't get that much credit that she deserves. But holy crap, without her, I, I truly don't know where we would be. Is she kind of like your safety valve, considering how often Vivian and it's not a discredit to Vivian. She's one of the most talented players in the state, but how often she rushes the puck and takes those offensive chances. You can rely on Lily to drop back and maybe pick up a couple of forwards that are floating. Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, and, and it's actually kind of funny because Vivian and Lily have played together for, gosh, probably 
almost 10 years now. <laughs> um, so they've, they've gotten to know how each other work. And obviously, yeah, Viv's more the offensive one and Lily's maybe a little bit more stay at home. So yeah, they complement each other very, very well. Um, but don't get me wrong. Lil, Lil will definitely rush the puck in times and, and um, you know, at the right time, right place and create a good op- offense opportunity as well. Um, but yeah, those two complement each other really well. And I think I've tried to split them up, um, you know, in my, in my earlier years in, and it just, I, it was a dumb, dumb decision. Um, you know, they're really <laughs> fun to watch together, but um, yeah, Lily deserves a ton of credit as well. All right. Here's my version of the million dollar question. Uh Oh, how many times <laughs> have you watched last year's state championship tape <laughs> and how many things have you found in your reviewing that tape that you can possibly use in another state championship game uh so i i don't know if this answer will shock you or not but i've only watched it once uh, i don't believe that for a second <laughs> no I, I i'll go with there once and done you're like i've seen it yeah. i know what happened let's move on i i can see where you're yeah. going sammy but yep. continue with your your thought yeah yeah so you know yeah peter you might not believe me but i i'd actually took me took me about two and a half three months to watch it um and uh when i did it was you know i learned a ton from it i wrote a ton of notes down um but it was hard to watch absolutely um so that's why it kind of took me a little bit time to to go back and watch it but um i more so wanted to watch it for our team not necessarily if we you know were to face andover again at some point in the following season um because at that point i wasn't even sure if we'd have a season but more so just how do how do we grow as a team in this next in this upcoming season you know we lost four seniors last year. Um, what, what things do we learn from that game and what do we, you know, learn to, to, you know, work on and, and um, you know, f- not fix, but really just take to heart and, um, you know, hit on the head right away in the, in the upcoming season. So that's why I only watched it once um, because, you know, honestly, that's, that's in the past and it was a completely new team with a completely different season. So um, just had to move on from it. All right. I guess I'll take your word for it at this point. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything else for you. I don't think Todd does either. Sammy, it has been uh, a wonderful 18 minutes and 54 seconds. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We look forward to watching the Hornets this weekend. Absolutely. Peter and Todd, thank you so much for your time, you guys. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. Tell your friends about this show. (laughs) All right, I will. Absolutely. All right, good luck this weekend, Sammy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.